Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuing Faith podcast with Lana and Iggy. Today, I'm so excited to talk about the importance of going to church. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because Ignacio decides to tell me the topic this morning. And let's just take it away. So the you're watching this podcast for a reason and if you're not going to church or you go sporadically this is your sign to do so go every sunday we go wednesdays and sundays because we're in a life group and that really helps us just keep each other accountable that is a time for worship right when two or more people get together that is considered church mm -hmm. right but there is nothing like a setting where hundreds of people are worshiping god because you will definitely feel the holy spirit yeah and on top of that is like very difficult in my opinion and uh, i i am a living testimony of this i'm sure that you are too so i'm going to ask you the question now but um we a lot of a lot of so-called christians will call themselves Christians, but then they will not go to church. They, they will not congregate. And I do know now, based on my own testimony, how important it is to congregate in a church and find a community where you not only can worship God together, but also can grow your faith on it and seek a companionship and guidance from like-minded people um, before I keep going this uh, lane because I have a lot to say do you think that we would have been able to pursue our faith the way we're pursuing it without going to church no plain and simple no no Going to church. Even though, even though before we were not going to church, we would still believe in God and yeah. I, but I didn't consider myself Christian, like following in His steps. I, I just knew who He was, but I didn't have a relationship with Him. Like I feel like I wasn't. Did you knew who He was? I I didn't know who He was because when I was on my knees, at the hardest times of my life. He was the one who I would ask for help. I cried out to him for help. And remember, but, I heard... I know, but see, that, that, that you're giving me the punchline to what I wanted to say next. Is like, I agree with... I agree with what you're saying. Like, you know him. You know, you know I know him. of him. You know of him, but do you really know him? And that's the part where, to me, church is one of those uh, pillars that help us learn about mm -hmm. who God is. Um, we're going to touch base on, on different parts of scripture now, talk when Jesus actually talks about the church and how important it is to congregate on church. But one of the things that I wanted to share with the audience and the reason I got so called to, to share this topic with our audience is the fact that, to me, uh, church was always 
I've always seen the church as a vehicle that humans, like like humans, mm-hmm. would take advantage of the gospel of God's word, and they would use it to manipulate people. They would use it to get people's money, and uh, I was very conflicted with church as an institution you know what made you feel like that especially growing catholic okay and having as a reference the catholic church uh, the catholic church in my opinion pushes away a lot of people out of seeking god Mm -hmm. that's my personal opinion please don't I'm, i'm 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 just sharing my opinion i i do believe that catholic church it pushes away a lot of people from finding who God and who Jesus really are. And that was what's going on with me, you know. And then we shared the last episode, the different situations in our lives that brought us back to God. And then going to church was a whole challenge for me because I would still have imprinted in my head those ideas that I developed looking at the Catholic mm-hmm. Church. You know, uh, I grew up in in a Catholic school where they would tell you, like, I don't know, if you if you don't give money to a church, uh, God is going to punish you. If you don't confess uh, to the priest, God will not forgive you. If um, I don't know, all these different things that the Catholic Church pushes, they push me away from God, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's why I felt called to share today the importance of the church because when you actually start reading the Bible and you understand what the church is, that you said it perfectly, like a church is when two or more people gather and worship God. That's literally the church. But then we have a building, a physical location, and then we go there and we actually learn the true gospel of what Jesus Christ and God did for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a necessity mm-hmm. on the faith. And I, I'm so glad that I was able to see both sides of the spectrum because uh I needed it, but I also think that there's a lot of people that maybe they are struggling with their faith because of this particular mm-hmm. uh, point. Now, now that you were talking about like your experiences at church, you know, I would, I didn't grow up in a Christian household. My, I actually saw my grandma going to church, um, and I probably went once with her when I was very little, like four or five. Um, but all the other times I went, it was probably like five times in my life. Um, one of the times I just, it's kind of like I was avoiding it because I didn't want to face reality and I didn't want to face um, the things I may have been doing and, and owning up to it. And every time I would go, I would just want to cry. And it's like I didn't allow myself to cry, didn't allow myself to feel his presence. I don't know why I was just avoiding it so much. And yeah, sometimes it can be the people, you know. The, the Bible says, be aware of false prophets. And mm-hmm. one of the things, this was one of the conversations that I've been having, like, 
this week or last week uh, is like how many how many pastors are there? I'm, and now I'm going to talk about the Baptist Church. Wait, like, I just want to I just want to uh, intervene really quick. Um, and then the other times that I did go to church, like the other two times I went to church. Why are you laughing? Because of the way that you you went back. No, to... No, because. Look, I br- I don't speak as much as you. So no, when no, I no. Thought- I thought I thought that you were done with the thing, and now you remember, and you were going back. That's why I'm I'm laughing from acute place. No, oh, okay, no, okay, no. Okay. no, not yeah. I just you I are get- just thinking that I'm judging you. I'm no, judging you. I asked. That's why I asked you. I didn't assume. So, and then the other two times that I went to church, I guess I was brought in by the wrong person, because this person would go to church. I would sense that she was doing a drug in there because I heard she was like, doing coke in the bathroom, cocaine in the bathroom, while at church, and I, that just <laughs> kind of confused me. And she claimed to be this uh, religious Christian, but yet she would walk into his house and do drugs. And I'm like, it, it just sent like, it, sent, it just sent mixed me- mixed mex- messages. And it kind of made me realize, like, like, is this what church does to people? Like, I don't want to be that person. So I, I guess I subconsciously developed that awareness or that belief because of what she was doing. So I guess that's, I, I guess I, I never went back. Yeah. So I, I was saying, like, I, I know that I started talking about the Catholic Church Thank you for sharing that because I was going kind of to the same thing. Like then we have Baptist churches and we have these uh, modern mega churches, you know, that we see. And we have to be careful of false prophets because a lot of these churches, a lot of these pastors, they are using the word of God to not to serve other than serving themselves. You know, there was this, uh, a pastor, our pastor shared this story with me that uh, a pastor from a church that it's in uh, a very poor neighborhood, okay, he showed up to another church that it was in a middle-income neighborhood to see the other pastor. So it was a meeting between pastors, and the pastor from the low-income neighborhood showed up into this uh, this other pastor's church in a brand new Maserati, all like chains, like with the cross, gold, diamonds, and stuff like that. And he was walking and like living his life, like, "Oh, I made it, Mama." And it's like, dude, you are misrepresenting the word of God because it doesn't take. Einstein to know where the funds of the, the funds that you're using to pay for that car to pay your house are coming from you're taking those funds from the church because that's what you are you're a full-time pastor you're taking your funds from the church and the church is not big in the way that it could afford for you to have that lifestyle because one of the things that I had to learn when I started into my faith and reading the Bible and then looking at churches is that there is nothing wrong with a pastor accumulating wealth. Mm -hmm. Like there are servants of God 
the Bible calls hard work to be rewarded. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is when things don't match up, don't add up. And also, I believe that if a pastor or anybody, if we're truly servants of God, we slowly detach from the earthly things, meaning that even if we are making good income as a pastor, as a business owner, as whatever we are in our professional life, if we're doing a good income, the need to showing off disappears. There's no need in my heart to show off what I have. In fact, there's need of me sharing what I have and helping others. I said it in one of the first episodes, when God blesses you, it's our job as Christians to use those blessings to bless others mm -hmm. because that's the way that God allow us to keep blessing one another. That's the word of God, the work of God uh, amongst us, right? Uh, and that's the, those are the, the key points. Those are the, the flags that I want to provide to whoever is in this crossroad where it's like, I want to give my life to Christ, but I don't trust the church, or I don't want to go to church because X, Y, and Z. Or go. what about they don't want to go to church because their partner is going to judge them or call them religious? We'll get there, but let me finish my point. Is like, if you are on that crossroad, use these flags that I sh just share to determine if the church that you're going is a good church or not, or if it's more, uh, it's driven by a different purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, like the church that we go, like mm -hmm. you can you can see like, People that serve in the church are devoted to the Lord. They are not doing it because most of them, like I don't, I don't think that anybody, like none of the of the, uh, I don't think that none of the service people will get paid in the church. So that number one, everybody's doing it from their bottom of their heart, and then the pastors that get compensated and then get they get well compensated i don't know i'm talking i'm saying like if they get well compensated or not i don't know but they get compensated but they are not pastors that are seeking unnecessary attention they are not seeking like what it's called today the cloud you know mm -hmm. they're not seeking those things and yes they do want to grow the church they want to bring more people connected to god but at the end of the day you can truly see that they're doing it from their soul, their, their, the Holy Spirit is talking through them and that's what they're doing. So try to find a church that, that does that, you know. Don't, don't fall for the cloud. Don't fall for the fancy stuff. If you go to a church and you see people having reserving seating, like I've heard stories of churches that because somebody donates money to the church, they get reserving seating. And these are mega churches. And now all of a sudden, uh, you can't sit in a certain chair because it's reserved for somebody that just because they donated money, they got that chair. Again, that's not what Christ called us to do. Like, uh, that's not Christ-like. That's not a church that I would actually like to be part of because that goes back to uh, favoritism or like back in the day when the Pharisees would have preferred seating on, on, on the synagogues and stuff like that. Like, come on, like, 
those if you have those things in your church you know that that's not true gospel that's not what christ want us to have as a church or to to go to a church like that you were saying about what happened can you repeat that you said like what if oh that i get a lot of questions and people tell me like oh i'm afraid to open up the bible or i'm afraid to go to church uh because i'm scared of what my partner is gonna say well just know that if you do go to church you can be that the test the walking testimony for your partner god might be using you exactly um and don't force it upon anybody don't force it upon your significant other just know that like as you go and you start to change if that is your partner for life he will see the testimony and he will want to be a part of it and if he's not then he'll go the opposite way and i promise you like god will put somebody in your life that's meant to be there that wants to grow in christ with you uh because again me and him like people are like oh how did you find a uh, a partner that is christian i'm like honestly we weren't even christians when we met we were actually like very tainted people uh we both had our toxic traits and i feel like god put us together to be living testimonies for not just people but for couples for moms and dads that like if he can save us he can save you guys too you just need to surrender and trust and one day at a time do your best and ask him like to help you walk in his shoes right because you're not alone you're not alone and he's always there and honestly if it takes reading one verse at a time if it takes you just downloading the holy bible app reading the verse of the day and then if you can please go into like one of the books and read a verse that's a huge step so don't overthink it don't think that oh my god you have to um volunteer you have to do all of these things i mean like within your first month i mean if you're called to do that go for it but like don't shame yourself either for taking your time yeah taking your time and and like i've no i have um an acquaintance that he goes to our church and he goes alone his wife doesn't really? go to church I didn't know that. and they've been married for for a long time and it's just it's just accepting that too you know like she said it perfectly I do believe that it's most girls that are asking these questions, right? Mm -hmm. I do believe that the girls that are asking these questions are asking them not from a point of view of like, I want to, I want my husband or my partner to be, to, to, to follow Jesus. They are asking in more from the sense of like, I need to change him and he need Jesus. And they are like, they are judging the husband or the partner And they are like, you need Jesus in your life. So you better come to church with me and this and that. And you might be right. Don't get me wrong. You might be right. But that's not your job to do so. Your job is not to judge him. Your job is to do your part. And through your part, God will reveal himself. Mm -hmm. And that revelation, be ready because it might be a revelation that you don't want to happen. Like she said something that... It's true. That revelation might be that 
that man is not meant to be in your life and you God's will is for that man to walk away from your life now you need to be ready to accept that because that's what's walking in faith is so stop trying to uh, control your man's faith and 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 shove it down their throat and focus on you and let God do his work for both of you because at the end of the day I said this yesterday on the Bible study I'm going to use it again it's like we all like to play faith we all like to come here sit down talk about the church talk about God but to me this keeps me accountable because after now that I'm getting viewers that we're getting viewers I need to conduct myself in a certain way outside because if not I'm just playing faith right so ask yourself the question is like when we ask God about certain things that we want for our life we need to understand that whatever we're asking it could go our way or it could go like sorry it could go our way which in that scenario it's the same way that God wanted it to go or it could go God's way and we were not even aware that God wanted that for us but that's his way he's our creator so when i am uh, when i'm giving my life to god when i am uh, seeking god when i am asking for answers when i'm going to worship him when i'm doing all these things am i playing faith meaning that i'm only doing these things because i want my results or am i actually pursuing my faith and I am going to keep doing that no matter how I feel, no matter if I'm having a bad day, a bad week, no matter if whatever God is putting in, in, in my way is not what I want. Am I still chasing God? And that's why I think going back to the church, why I think church is so important because church keeps you accountable. You know, there's been Sundays that her and I were arguing and we didn't want to go to church. And it keep us accountable like it's like not going to church is shutting a door in God's face am I going to do that and that's the question that I'm starting to ask I'm not starting to ask the question but I, like, I want to clarify it's not just going to church it's going to church intentionally well yes. with the best intentions because if you go to church and then you just stay on your phone no, or you, you're, it, the service is done and then you decide to go out with friends and get drunk and hang around. Exactly. Like, you know, you're playing faith. Being then. the scene, you're playing faith. Like, ask yourself, like, are you truly coming here to commit to yourself or is, are you just coming here to post it on Instagram to get like a little dose of him? Just take, take, take and then, and then don't go, give anything. Go and uh, yeah. get drunk and do ungodly things. So True. it's like That's why when it's we say going to church, let's do it with intention. Let's do it with, you know, going to truly worship him and truly going there to make him proud and also fearing him. That's why what you just said before of your experience when you went to church that your friend was doing coke yeah. in the bathroom. That pushes you away because church, one of the reasons of, of church is that it provides accountability, right? Mm -hmm. But if I'm going to the wrong church and in that church is like 
my group of friends were all doing coke in the bathroom, there's zero accountability. So that's not, I, I, that's not the right church for you to be. So what you just said is very important. I didn't mention it because I kind of like give it as a given. Like mm -hmm. if you're going to go to church, go committed. But it's true. Like there's a lot of people that they just go to church to check the box and be like, yeah, every Sunday I go to church and that's it. I yeah. take my family and then I do my thing. Uh, so it's like you go there just to like take. Yeah. Right. Take, take, take. But I feel like you need to give back to him. You need to and give our brothers back. and sisters. You need to give back, and and you need to to again. I I love this phrase. I'm, I think I'm going to use it a lot. Like you need to pursue him. You need to pursue his word, and it's not just about you know the verse of the day. It's not just about uh, reading just one verse. It's not just about picking your Bible. It's about seeking him, and he even Jesus even said to to the apostles seek and you shall find ask and you shall receive mm -hmm. and I do believe that sometimes that verse that particular verse gets taken by the uh, prosperity gospel you know like oh ask and you shall receive. receive seek and you shall find and when when we hear that that verse everybody gets in their head like success financially like okay but what Jesus is actually talking there is seek the father mm -hmm. ask the father dive into my word dive into my customs because I know what's good for you and that's what I truly believe that he meant when he said those things you know um, I have a question for you that kind of ties up with what you were just saying about your past. And maybe there's a lot of people that are going through the same situation and you are more shy than me. So when you were going, when you, when you went to church with your, mm -hmm. with your friend back in the day, which, by the way, I didn't know that you went to church. Like, I think that it wasn't every Sunday. I just no, went, like, no, no. Twice. I know that you went. What called your attention to go? Because you had that experience there. But what called your attention to go? Meaning, like you always said, like I'm a shy person. Like I don't like being around big crowds. Because and stuff again, like, like I, I knew of God, and you know, deep down, I did want to get to know Him. Uh, just coming and seeing how holy my grandma was and how she was just uh, such a godly woman, uh, kind, uh, committed to her faith, to church every Sunday. Uh, she had her Bible study groups. Oh, she did? Oh. Yeah, I remember. Now I remember. Like, I remember walking in in, in Viejitas. They were so cute and so nice. Like, hi. Um... And she actually spoke in tongues. And now, it, back then, I'm like, oh, my God, like, what is she doing or saying? And she would pray over us. Um, and just seeing my grandma, um, I, I, I was um, curious. I'm like, I know church is good. I know it's good. So let me just go and seek. 
and I didn't want to go alone, so she kind of just invited me, um, and that's how I went. Yeah, because church is good because it's Jesus' body. Mm-hmm. So that's the the bottom line of the message is like, please do not connect church with a building. Do not connect church with a congregation. Like, yes, those are all churches, but when we get technical into the Word of God, the church is the body of God, the body of Jesus. So have that in mind before you make the mistake that I did of criticizing the church just openly, saying like, oh, the church is scam or the church is this because there's power on the word of church. And what we need to identify is like evil is everywhere, okay? So evil will use and evil will infiltrate everything and damage everything along the way. Like me now knowing who Jesus was and who God was, I do not believe for one second that the Crusades were orchestrated by God. I don't believe that God told somebody, oh, you guys need to go. Like the Crusades were human, a human ego mixed with power and greediness to keep conquering. And they use the name of God to cover their dirty deeds. So start being aware of how to judge these circumstances and these institutions because just because they have the word church in their name does not mean that they are representing mm-hmm. our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to say something yeah. else. Um, no, I just want to take it away um, before we close it off. And I want you to ask yourself, in, in what ways are you playing faith? And going from those actions how can you now pursue faith and either drop it down in the comments or please tag us um share it on your stories like even though you may be timid just know that like your representation of spreading the gospel counts and as individuals we need to make a change if we want to save the generations to come and cancel this culture So this is why me and him are so passionate about doing this podcast. Uh, Starting Pursuing Faith, we have a lot of plans, um, which we'll let you you guys know about. So, you know, hopefully you guys are not just uh, our camera fam, but we get to actually meet you in person through doing uh, great things in his name. So I want you to make that story post, right? So how are you playing faith versus how can you pursue faith? And we all play faith. So even, even like, I was going to say even as, like if I was like, we all play faith. Mm-hmm. We yeah. all play faith. Like there's areas in our life that we all need to pursue. And as you grow in your faith, you start changing, you start asking a, this question in a different way. So, we usually ask this question of like, what is right and what is wrong, mm-hmm. right? But as you grow in your faith and you start getting wiser, you start asking, is this 
God honoring or what's best for me or what's best for others. Mm -hmm. So instead of asking when you're doing these uh, these analysis of yourself that are you playing faith or are you pursuing faith, ask yourself like when don't 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 just judge it based on right or wrong. Ask like this what I'm doing right now is it God honoring or is it not God honoring? Mm -hmm. And the only way to judge what is God honoring and what is not God honoring is based on his word, which his word is the Bible. So you need to read your Bible to analyze if you are playing faith or pursuing faith. And of course, if you are just listening to podcasts and reading the verse of the day, but you're not actually reading the Bible, then you're playing faith. Well, anyways, thank you so much. Um, let's not forget that we have Bible studies every Thursday at 8 p.m. on my personal Instagram. We just recently opened up a Pursuing Faith Instagram where we share our podcast shorts on there. And we'll be sharing more exciting news. We're, we're launching something at the end of March, early April. So I'm very excited about that because well, when I get the foundation going, so yeah, we'll do, we'll do. Yeah. But anyways, comment down below your thoughts and I love you guys. Thank you so much for the support. Share this podcast with whoever you think needs to hear it. Give it a thumbs up, comment down below, and we'll see you guys next Tuesday.